Welcome to Medical Sales Live, the number one resource for breaking into medical sales and building your career. Uh, Rich McKillop here with the Medical Sales College. Uh, I have two wonderful guests here today, Pamela Azevedo and Pat O'Brien from ConMed. Pat looks after the general uh, intestinal region of the business, and Pamela is on the orthopedic side of the business. So welcome to you both. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Great to have you here. Um, wanted to talk a little bit about your background, so let's start with that as far as how you got to where you are today with ConMed. What was your journey like? Where did you start and how did you end up in medical devices? Let's start with you, Pam. Perfect. So I actually joined ComEd about five and a half years ago in our marketing department. I came from a sales background looking to get into more of the product development with ConMed. Did that for about two years and really saw the energy behind what ComEd was trying to create, really partnering with our engineering and our sales force. And I took a look around and thought, wow, ComEd's going to change orthopedics in the next couple of years and made a jump into sales about three years ago. Since then, I've been the regional sales director. I cover from Florida up through Ohio. ComEd is, um, ConMed Orthopedics is somewhat agnostic with our sales channel. So I have a hybrid of uh, direct W-2 employees and indirect territory managers. Fantastic. Pat, tell us a little bit about your background, how you ended up in ConMed. Uh, well, I came to ConMed in uh, 2007. Um, I was the local rep in uh, here in Tampa, um, Orlando, and Jacksonville, so I covered Central and North Florida. At the time, we had 32 representatives nationwide. Um, and then in uh, 2013, I um, got promoted to um, regional sales director for the Northeast United States, and I spent eight years up there um, covering Boston, New York, Philly, D.C. And then um, last April, I started as the U.S. director of sales. So now we've, we've grown from um, 32 reps, where right now we have 72. And expanding, I assume and hopefully expand it. Yeah, you guys have done a fantastic job over the last several years, uh, growing double digits, so good for you. Thank you. What are you looking for, and we start with you, Pat, as far as the attributes that go into a good sales rep? What, what's fundamental to you as far as their pedigree and, and things that you look for? Um, I always look for three things, um, three attributes in a candidate. One is sales acumen. You have to be advanced in the sale, understand the sales process, um, not be afraid to ask for business. Um, second thing is, is um, clinical acumen. I mean, you have to be able to understand the clinical information. You have to be able to challenge a physician on um, their way of thinking or challenge a physician on um, a, a specific procedure. Um, the third thing, um, I mean, work ethic. You have to be able to, you're not going to sell anything if you don't leave the house. And um, I, I think it's really difficult to fail if, if you have those three qualities. Yeah, very good. Pam, what do you think? Do you see anything different on the ortho side of the business? Absolutely. Um, typically what I look for are people just like Pat, right? He tells a great story with ConMed, coming into the industry, growing within our organization. We're a big company, but a small company all at that same time. So I'd echo everything you said. The other component that I would add, though, is the culture piece to it. So I always ask of my territory managers, get yourself to quota, and then reach back and pull one of your peers to quota. I ask of my district sales managers, get the district to quota, but get the region to quota. And then I ask them myself to get my region to quota and the company. And that's part of what makes ConMed ConMed, right? Is we're not, you know, a name brand. My mom's in the hospital right now. I was there yesterday. And I look around and there's a striker bed, a striker monitor, a striker wheelchair. It's like my competitor is literally painted on every wall. Whereas um, when you're coming to ConMed, 
you're part of a smaller brand. And so we fight for it a little bit, but it makes winning so much more fun. And it makes pulling back one of your peers so much more fun. And why I think ConMed has been so successful promoting from within and growing our sales force really responsibly. You know, in Atlanta, on the ortho side, my two reps have 75 Arthrex reps. And I love that. I would go after that challenge every day because when we take business, we make relationships and, and we really earn that business. So I would say everything that Pat said and then just that team culture too. Fantastic. Um, the concept of a hunter and a farmer, I mean, we've all heard it. We all understand the concepts. Can the two coexist? Do you see room for those types of reps in, in their own independent roles within your territories? Or are you looking always for that A-plus, uh, you know, really driven hunter type of mentality? An edgy question. Um, I, th I think you kind of need a little bit of both. I mean, I always go after the hunter right away because on the GI side, we have um, less than 10% market share of the business. We go after um, um, businesses such as Olympus and, and Boston Scientific who are behemoths in the industry. So we need to have a hunter mentality in order to succeed. Um, however, when you do when you do have those large accounts, you land those large accounts. You do everything that you can to um, to keep it. You need to build the relationships in there to make sure that you have um, uh, you know people on the inside who are, are giving you a heads up when your competition is in there. And um, I, I think you need to have some parts of, of of both those qualities. But I mean, we we always really go after the hunters just because of uh, the the market share and the double digit growth that we're expected to have every single year. Yeah, it's been aggressive. Mm -hmm. I would thoughts? say the same. And I would challenge any individual, you know, on the farmer side, there's so much that can be benefited from the, the farmer side. But I'd really challenge you to look at if sales is where you want to be. And, and the way I look at my reps, too, is, you know, what gives you energy at the end of the day? Are you coming home and you're turning on Alexa and you're dancing with your family and you're having fun? Or are you coming home and you're stressed and you're short with them? And you know, what gives you energy versus takes away energy. And if going after and, and looking for new business takes energy from you, if that's exhausting, mm. there's so many complementary jobs within MedDevice that could be a more natural fit if it's not sales. Um, so I would have, it's an edgy question, but I would always say the hunter. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I appreciate those comments. I, I concur 100% actually. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. So. Historically, where have you found your best reps? Everybody that's maybe looking here to get into this industry is going to ask a similar question. You know, what's what's my break into uh, type of role? Is it B two B? Should I start in pharma? Um, you know, is it a lapel exchange from a competitor to ConMed? Where have you seen your most successful reps come from? Or is there a set place? Or is it again back to your discussion around talent and mentality? more so than background and experience. Yeah, I would say talent and mentality, be bold, uh, if you have the right to be bold, you know, um, put yourself out there and it's not one thing. So I've hired people from ADP, I've hired amazing reps from Medical Sales College and I've hired people directly out of college as well, but it's how you put yourself out there and the level at which you are willing to commit to do yeah. the things that you say you're going to do. And I would tell you for anyone interviewing, follow-up is key. Uh, we interview a lot of people and the quality of the follow-up, you'd be pretty surprised if I showed you a sample of 10 people I've interviewed. Some never even send you an email, right? So be deliberate, 
don't give me a canned follow-up email. Be specific to what I asked about um, and follow through and, and do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with Pam. There's to try to find one specific avenue that's been the most successful. Um, I mean, we've found um, some fantastic representatives from just B2B background. We've found some that didn't work out at all from that background. And I think it, it more about personality and, and, and perseverance and, and dedication and, and um, commitment kind of come more into play than, um, than what your exact background was. Um, we've found some people from um, the, uh, the alcohol industry. We found some people from um, uh, some great people from medical sales college. We found some people from um, we've, been, we've had successful people come from pharmaceuticals. It just really depends on whether or not you can gauge their personality and, and what their real drive is. Um, because what somebody's uh, previous job was doesn't always mean that, that um, they are or aren't going to work out. It, they really need to show the initiative. It, it is, to your point, Pam, shocking. I mean, I've seen it. I understand it on both sides. It is shocking the number of people that will not follow up with a simple thank you email, and yet they're expected to get hired by somebody. It's just like, if you want something, you need to go for you have it. to go after it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I was going to say, the point to Pat as well is, find what makes you happy. So talk to your trainer. So a day in the life of an ortho rep is vastly different than the day in the life of an advanced surgical rep, even though we're one comment, right? So oftentimes ortho reps, you're in the OR, you're reading the science, you're high on mastery. So you're a natural, curious learner, you're studying the science, but you build a partnership with a surgeon or a handful of surgeons, and then you're there. You're in the OR day in, day out. When they take vacation, you take vacation. When they work 12-hour days, you work 12-hour days. That could be very different than if you're more capital heavy, right? And you're going Mm -hmm. out and you have to be more savvy in the way you sell the product and the relationships you build. But I would give advice to anyone looking to break into med devices, understand what makes you happy, right? Understand the differences in the day of uh, ortho wrap or a spine wrap, total joint wrap, because they are different. Perfect. That's great. Great advice. Thanks, yeah, thanks for, for thanks us. for joining us, uh, making the trek in here. I know not far from you, from all the way from Channel Side to the office here downtown Tampa. Uh, but Pam, up from Sarasota, welcome anytime. Thanks very much for joining us, and uh, all the best in 2021 and beyond for your successes with ConMed. Thank you, very appreciate nice. it. Thanks for tuning in to Medical Sales Live. Remember to like and subscribe to this channel for the latest in all things medical sales.